0: Curiously Polar with Chris Marquardt and Mario Aguarone Hey, hello and welcome back to Curiously Polar This is Chris Marquardt and of course with me as usual is Mario How are you doing? Hi Chris I'm doing fine and uh, really looking forward to my next trip Well, last week we talked about the Barents Sea, and we're pre-recording this, so um, I'm probably still, while you listen to this, I'm probably still back in Germany getting ready for my passage through the Barents Sea from northern Norway up to Svalbard, if you want to listen back to that, it was in the last episode. Um, You also have a passage coming up.
1: Yes, and uh, as this is going to be published, so it should be the 27th of February, I am setting off... Presently, <laughs> uh, it's it's funny talking uh, in 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 the present when you're talking about the future. A podcast but on the podcast always time travel. <laughs> exactly, it's time travel, and um, this is the date where I am setting off on the uh, um, Huitirutun ship Midna Sol, uh, from Punta Arenas, uh, going down to Antarctica, and. Um, And then, of course, uh, back again and up through the Falcons over to Montevideo. And um, so I want to talk a little bit about the Drake's Passage, the Drake
0: Passage. And uh, if if anyone wants to find it on the map, it's it's pretty much right below the southern point of South America.
1: Exactly. The Drake Passage is is a stretch of water that is between the southern tip of South America and, uh, and the Antarctic Peninsula. So it's um it's a relatively wide channel and uh, it's called a passage because it's the passage between the two oceans the Atlantic and the Pacific. So it's um it's an interesting place where uh, we have talked in a previous show about the uh, the Antarctic convergence and the Antarctic Convergence is passing east-west through the Drake Passage, with so all the whirls and, uh, and eddies, yes. And because of the rotation of the earth, we also have this uh, strong current going from the west to the east, so going from the Pacific to the Atlantic, that is a characteristic of the Drake Passage. Another so thing that we might have heard is about the Cape Horn, and this is one of the famous landmarks in the area.
0: So how does it compare to the, to the passage of the Barents Sea? Just in general, the one is far up in the north, the other is far up in the south. Is it is it similarly wild and dangerous? Is it just just give us a comparison? Uh, Yes, (laughs) well, it is um, it is wild.
1: It's one of the wildest places in the world. I mean, I I have uh, I have three three places that I have uh, experienced as uh, difficult for navigation, and uh, one of them is the Barents Sea. Uh, the denmark strait between iceland and greenland and then the drake's passage but uh, the drake passage is uh, also can also be nice and calm like every other spot in the ocean (laughs) and uh, and uh, out of the what how many times did i pass there i think i passed six times seven times through the Drake, uh, north to south, and um, it's it's been half the times it has been relatively mild, and half the times it has been really really bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. What, what, but, uh, what, you know, what
0: does really really bad mean exactly? The uh,
1: problem with the Drake Passage is that there is no landmass that is uh, protecting or modifying the. Waves. so the waves is a very the wind has a very large very long fetch on the waves so the waves can be really really big and the waves travel eastwards so the wave train the the wave front is north south usually and uh, and they can be very big and the winds can be very very strong so you have the the roaring 40s and the howling 50s or 60s. I, don't, I never remember which one is which. But uh, it's because you get really, really strong winds. And as you're traveling north-south, you're
0: traveling parallel to the wavefront.
1: Which means that the ship is usually rolling very much.
0: Oh, so it's going sideways.
1: It's going sideways. So this is not very pleasant. But it's also been very, very uh, unpleasant for ships that wanted to go from Europe or the Atlantic over to the Pacific um, because uh, at the time of the sailing ships, these ships had to cross uh, past the the southern tip of South America because the Northwest Passage was not possible. And uh, and then the uh, Cape of uh, Good Hope, in the southern tip of Africa was uh, it's a much longer route so they would uh, they would come over uh, to the Falklands and uh, go around the southern tip of South America and head westwards against these waves and against the wind and sometimes they would just tack so they go zigzag against the wind and stay in front of Cape Horn for days if not for weeks before they managed to make enough headway and to go up north along the western coast of south america so so cape horn uh, has acquired a a very bad reputation for being one of the really really difficult places to pass with a with a sailing ship and there are of course you have the uh, the, uh, for example, the Beagle channel and the Strait of Magellan that pass further inland. But when the winds come from the west and you want to pass through these narrow channels with a sailing ship, you have the problem that you have no space for maneuvering. And uh, and therefore, most ships would pass south of Cape Horn and try to round the Cape Horn. So this is this is why it's, uh, it has had this, this bad reputation.
0: So the, the, the passage that you will do is um, is that part of a of a cruise? Yes, I'm or going to an be. Uh, I'm
1: going to be uh, on an expedition vessel um, down to um, down to Antarctica. We're going to be exploring uh, the South Shetlands, among other things, and this is the reason of the of the passage here. And the South Shetlands are the islands that are north of the Atlantic of the Antarctic Peninsula they are uh, this uh uh how do you call it like 800 kilometers south of uh, uh south of cape horn um where you uh, have a few uh, this archipelago that is in northern the northern uh, parts of the uh, of the land that is belonging to antarctica but uh, in the drake's passage you uh find a fantastic fauna um, it's not just the waves. Um, there are a large number of um, of albatrosses and petrels, so seabirds um, that are soaring over the wave tops in all sorts of weather. And especially the albatrosses are are fantastic. And then there is a lot of uh, a lot of whale activity in this area, especially around the um, the Antarctic convergence. So it's uh, it's uh, blue whale from blue whales to fin whales, humpback whales, minke whales, and then uh, some dolphins like hourglass dolphins, for example, that are uh, passing there. And it's a very deep uh, sea compared to the Barents Sea, for example. So you uh, have the possibility of having uh, of having also like deep diving uh, animals like elephant seals in uh, in that area.
0: So, how long will? What's what's the distance between the two points that you are going to pass for? Yeah, I
1: was saying it's a, it's about eight hundred kilometers. Okay. Um. So it's slightly. Well, it's miles. just about like uh, like going from uh, from Tromso to Longyearbyen as we were talking last week. Going Similar to, distance. Going to Spitsbergen, so it's going to take. Uh, 3 days to sail down and, and 3 is days it, to sail north. In, yes.
0: in a cruise context that you are doing is it is it more like you're going as straight as possible as quick as possible?
1: Yes, well comparatively to the safety of the ship and the comfort of the of the passengers um, of the guests on board we are going to be uh, steaming more or less straight to the first destination
0: so it's not quite what what a lot of people would probably uh, consider a cruise. most people when they hear cruise, they think okay it 's a Caribbean sunny, warm cocktail <laughs> on, on on deck of the ship um, that's a bit different it take, takes takes a very special kind of passenger to do that
1: of course i mean this is these are expedition cruises like uh, yes. like you have expedition cruises that are... Even more adventures, like the one that we took uh, on the Nordic together in Svalbard in May uh, last year. I mean, these are not for everybody. I mean, it takes a special curiosity um, and uh, also the um, the will to explore and to uh, go to the limits of uh, what is What is possible? I mean, of course, with all the safety uh, margins that we we can have with modern technology and uh, and with the weather forecast that we have, and uh, um, and the not not last but not least also the the kind of ships that we are sailing with. But uh, still, no
0: ship is unsinkable.
1: Yeah, no ship is unsinkable. But uh, of course, uh, everybody working in the uh, on the at sea is. very well aware that uh, you have to minimize the possibilities and the risks uh, of uh, of, uh, of having any accident. Uh, it's probably more than uh, than one can say over uh, most of the land transport, <laughs> especially, especially especially in certain countries, trans- <laughs> especially in certain countries, and especially especially land transport for private people. I mean, oh, we yeah. we are talking here about professional uh, expedition cruising operators that. Uh, have uh, the safety uh, of the uh, of the passengers in and, and the crew in their of uh, first in their priority. So this is why we have these uh, these very nice ships, and um, like the midnight soul, I'm going to be working on, and uh, a lot of other companies are having ships going down. Uh, so it's not that uh, it's a untraveled route either. Uh, there are uh, there are several uh, cruise ship operators that, uh, that that sail the Drake every every day I would say during the during summer season which is now coming to an end soon
0: yeah. all right the Drake passage well, it's, uh, yes one it's, one adventure uh, that i i will I will still it's still on my list big big and high on my list
1: yes and i really uh, I really hope that we can We will be taking it together at some point. We're working towards uh, it. Yes, working towards it. Yes. All right.
0: Good. So, thanks everyone for listening. This is episode 38 of Curiously Polar. If you're interested in more episodes of this podcast about a lot of things far in the north and far in the south, um, check the place where you get your other podcasts or go to curiouslypolar.com It's also the place where you can contact us and send us feedback and inputs and questions and uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you all right next time we'll well we'll stick with a the passage theme for at least one more episode um keep 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 uh, keep coming back if you're interested in that all right until then take care everyone and stay cool stay cool Chris.